0: What are the different types of tummy tucks, and which is best for you? Dr. West is here to tell us. I'm Anita, and this is the Care Experts Podcast. Today we're talking about tummy tucks with board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Justin West of Cosmeticare. Dr. West, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So tell me, what exactly is a full tummy tuck?
1: So there's a few key components to it. So number one, it's the removal of extra skin in the lower part of the belly. It's the the tissue that typically hangs out over somebody's pants that they don't like the way it looks on their profile. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it's repairing the muscle. So when patients, uh, either from weight changes, from pregnancy, from a whole host of reasons, they'll stretch out, if their belly gets full for any given reason, it will stretch the muscles apart. So tummy tuck is also about putting those muscles back together and that really helps to improve your profile. Um, and then for most patients, it also is going to involve some amount of liposuction. I always remind patients, you're not, we're not two dimensional structures. We're three, Mm we're 3D humans, which means that if we just tighten the front, we're going to have these sort of wings that stick out from the sides So very few people are very fit everywhere, but here, right? Yeah. So we're flattening the front, putting the muscle back together, taking out the extra skin and then creating this waistline so that people can redevelop that hourglass.
0: So who exactly would be a good candidate for a full tummy tuck?
1: Patients who have enough extra skin, um, so people who have skin laxity that usually goes up above the level of the belly button, so people who have like, let's say, a little extra skin roll, a little bit of laxity, you have to be able to pull that skin from above the belly button all the way down. Some people just have really minimal looseness that's below the belly button. So that would be transitioning from, let's say, full tummy tuck to more of a mini tummy tuck. And that's kind of like the key difference yeah. there is where is that laxity? Okay. How much laxity do they have?
0: That was my next question. Yeah. So basically the difference between a full and mini is how much how extra, much extra skin.
1: skin do you have? Yeah, it's it's not a matter of people coming and say, well, I want a small scar, so I want to have a mini or I want to pay for a small version of a big procedure. Yeah. Really, it's it's there's specific procedures that are designed to get out certain amounts of skin excess. And if you have a small amount of skin excess, it's a mini, if it's more substantial, which is for mo- most of our patients, mm-hmm. it ends up being a full.
0: So how do you um, help determine for a patient which is more beneficial, the full or the mini?
1: It, it's, it becomes really obvious when patients come in, you know, we, we, we talk about what their goals are, and then at the end of the day, they do their exam. And as soon as they stand up and present themselves, we really immediately know what they have you know, part of it is the, the visible representation of where is that skin excess, and then part of it's the physical exam to pinch and say, can, how much skin can I get out of this patient? But it, it's usually, it's it's pretty obvious.
0: And what would the recovery time be? I'm sure people are really curious to know, like, is there things you're not gonna be able to do? Do they, yeah. can they go to work? So kind of walk me through that process.
1: Sure, yeah. Well, so tummy tuck is one of the bigger procedures that we do. Mm-hmm. So it, it is one where patients tend to take off more time. So in general, what I recommend for most of our patients is take off two weeks if you can. Uh, three weeks would be great and four would be totally luxurious. I think for some patients, I've had, you know, I'll never forget a patient once when I was in New York. We did her case on a Monday. It was breast surgery, tummy tuck, liposuction. And she every Friday night went to the same salsa dancing lesson. And I told wow. her, you can't do that for four to six weeks. And I did the surgery on Monday. Four nights later, she went and she came in and admitted it the following week. And she thought it was hysterical and she felt. Fantastic. And I thought, okay, I've never seen anybody recover that quickly. Wow. So some people have these amazing quick recoveries where nothing hurts and they look at us like, why do people complain about this? Yeah. And then there's the more average patient who says, you know what, that kind of hurts a little bit. I can, I, I, see why you told me to take off time. But two weeks for, for tummy tucks for most patients is sufficient. Okay. In terms of other modifications, we ask people not to go to the gym for about six weeks. What you don't want to do is bear down where you're you know, you're know, trying to lift something, whether it's, you know, we're not operating in your arms, but when you go to lift something, you're engaging your core. Yeah. So anytime you engage your core, you're threatening the repair of we do so we ask people to really we want you walking every day but we don't want you really engaging in anything that looks like exercise
0: got it so it sounds like about two to three weeks on average yeah for
1: most patients
0: And is there any kind of scarring or scars that they should be aware of that they might have? There are
1: scars, right? So it is surgery. Every surgery is going to be associated with a scar. But it it comes down to scar placement. So a lot of our patients who come in, let's say, after pregnancy, they've delivered one, two, or three children, whatever the case may be, they'll have the separation of the muscles, they'll have extra skin. And for a lot of those patients, they'll have a a C-section scar. So I would say most of our patients can sort of relate to that scar because they've seen it on themselves or they've seen it Mm -hmm. on a friend low scar that's hidden pretty well that doesn't show in most clothes, right? Because the OBs do a really good job hiding that scar low. For, assuming it's a pretty typical C-section scar, we try to make the incision that we place at the same level or even below. So it's okay. a really low place scar. Um, and then we just tell patients, you know, depending on how you dress, you, most of your clothes will hide it. You know, if you wear underpants or bathing suit has little strings on the side, that's gonna be hard to hide anything but let's say the best scar. Yeah. Um uh, but most of our patients, you know, are, have an easy time finding clothes that hide the vast majority of the scars that we use.
0: And how long do these results generally last?
1: Well, you know, there's certain procedures that you associate with with repeat. So breast augmentation patients tend to have surgery let's say every 10 years or more. Um facelift patients, you know, the surgery might last 5, 7, 10 years depending on what age you have your facelift. You don't find a lot of patients getting a second tummy tuck. Yeah. So, you know, usually these are people who have gone through a life change. They wanna get rid of some extra skin. They wanna uh, fit better into their clothes. Uh, they've committed usually to lifestyle changes like diet and exercise, and they're weight stable. So we'll take out that extra skin, repair the muscle, and unless they gain a tremendous amount of weight, they usually look good for a very long time. And I cannot think of a, a patient I've ever done a second tummy tuck on.
0: So really, as long as their weight doesn't fluctuate a huge amount, yeah. this could be just like a one-time procedure. Yeah,
1: for most patients, that's the case.
0: And what would you recommend patients look for in a doctor if they're um, thinking about going for a tummy tuck?
1: Um, I think with all things that we do, the first thing is to find a, a surgeon who's board-certified as a plastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that speaks to their training. It speaks to their commitment. And you know that you're getting somebody who is well-trained to do the procedure you're asking them to do. I think the second part is to find a surgeon that is doing a high volume of the cases that you're talking about, right? You don't go to a facelift surgeon usually for your tummy tuck, and you don't go to the tummy the body surgeon to have your eyes done. Um, and then from there, it's really about finding a surgeon that resonates. you I think, in general, patients want to find a surgeon that they trust, that can educate them, make them feel empowered to make good deci- good decisions. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, a range of personalities. And I find that, you know, we have patients where, You want to, they need to feel safe and comfortable and say, hey, I get along with this this doctor because the relationship doesn't end the day of surgery. These are patients who are coming in one week after surgery, two weeks after surgery, and then one, three, and six months. So you end up Mm -hmm. seeing your team a lot. So I always tell patients, make sure you like us, make sure you like my team, make sure you like me because we're going to be seeing you a bit because the commitment to the patient doesn't end the day of surgery. It's this lifetime sort of uh, follow-up.
0: How much on average would you say a tummy tuck costs versus like a mini tuck?
1: You know, a lot of what we do is, everybody prices their surgery differently. The way I think about it is it's really our time. It's our staff's time, it's our time, it's the anesthesiologist's time. And see, uh, the, the a mini tummy tuck in some ways can be more challenging because sometimes we try to do a lot of the same work, but just through a smaller scar, which is actually much harder. Oh, so, you know, there are people who will make a tummy tuck approach really simple where they'll make a small incision, take out a little extra skin, but they will ignore the muscle part or they'll only fix the muscle um, in the lower part of the abdomen. We try to do the same repair regardless of what incision, but you can imagine trying to sew all the way up to somebody's breastbone is much harder when your incision's this big versus this yeah. big. So they often end up being the same. So I don't think of it as a way of saving money. It really comes down to you're picking the procedure that's appropriate for your body, not for your, not for what you can afford. Yeah,
0: yeah that makes sense. I mean, at the end of the day, you need to do what's right for yourself and your body. Yeah. <laughs> now, does insurance cover any of these procedures?
1: If you talk about paniculectomy, so people will often ask, you know, they'll say, oh, I have, my, I have a friend who had the, the skin cut out and, it, and the insurance covered it. There is a procedure called a paniculectomy which really deals with the extra skin and fat in a, in a specific set of circumstances. So yes, there are procedures that seem similar to a tummy tuck, but that surgery doesn't cover the repair of the muscle, doesn't cover the liposuction, and you're really doing it more of, of a functional surgery. Whereas a tummy tuck is really designed as an aesthetic procedure. Mm. So for an aesthetic procedure, it's not gonna get covered by insurance.
0: And what kind of financing options at cosmetic care do you offer for your patients?
1: Uh, The vast majority of our patients finance. So, um, you know, we find that while some patients can come in and they'll write a check or they'll put something on the credit card, um, for most of our patients, the same way you would buy a car on credit, um, they, our patients come in, they take advantage of care credit. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got really good financing options that gives patients the ability to have a surgery that they might not be able to afford all in one payment.
0: Well, thank you so much for all that information on tummy tucks. And before we wrap up, we're gonna play a little rapid fire round of myth or fact. Okay. So I have three questions for you. The first one myth or fact, tummy tucks are only for women.
1: No, I, I, the vast majority of the tummy tucks we do are certainly on women. Yeah. But I've performed, you know, plenty of uh, procedures for men. I mean, it really comes down to, what has your life been like? If you've if you've gone through weight changes, which plenty of men have, yeah. where they develop a lot of loose skin, then they lose weight, now they've got loose hanging skin, their muscles have been separated, we can absolutely do the exact same procedure. It's more common to be done in women, but um, I would say our, our male patients tend to be just as happy and it's just as transformative.
0: And then myth or fact, getting pregnant after a tummy tuck is still safe.
1: Well, you can get pregnant after a tummy tuck. Okay. I th- th- this is how I counsel patients. It certainly makes it a little, bit, it's more challenging in the sense that if you have a belly where the muscles have been brought together and sutured together by these really strong sutures that we use, these stitches, if you will, it can make it harder for that process of letting the belly expand. So the skin will stretch nicely, but by locking the muscle together makes it a little bit tougher. That being said, I've had patients where they thought, you know, through their, their family planning, they thought they were done and a year later, get pregnant, have a totally normal pregnancy and delivery. So um, when patients come in and they tell us that they're still either debating or they're still actively having children, we say, okay, great. See us a year after you're done having kids. But you can't plan for everything in your life. And so (laughs) can patients get pregnant? Yes. We prefer, if you were to pick one route or the other, I'd say don't get pregnant after, but it still works.
0: And then the last one, myth or fact, um, adults can get tummy tucks at any age.
1: You know, in surgery in general, age is, it's an interesting question. I, I look at people's health much more than I look at their actual chronological age mm-hmm. because we have 75 year old patients who are healthier than our 40 year old patients who are, let's say, active smokers, really overweight, poorly controlled diabetics. Uh, and I've done tummy Talks on patients in their 70s. Wow. Uh, we follow this data. You know the complication rates are basically the same. Um, at the end of the day, if you are a healthy patient, that is the single most important issue.
0: Got it. Well, thank you so much. This has been so informative and I'm sure all of our audience is really eager to um, continue learning more from you. And thank you so much for your time.
1: Thanks for having me. Yeah.
0: All of our featured care experts recommend and accept the Care Credit credit card, which is accepted at hundreds of thousands of provider locations nationwide. For more information, visit carecredit.com.
1: Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week.